Yes, this is Rumble, and I'm Michael Moore. It didn't take long once we entered the new year of 2021 that El Presidente, Donald J. Trump, otherwise known as the head of the Trump crime family, or Don Trumpaloni, 15 hours into the new year, he had committed his first felony. Many of you have probably heard of the infamous phone call that he made on Saturday afternoon at 3 p.m., Saturday, January 2nd. He called the Secretary of State of the state of Georgia, Brad Raffensperger, and he wanted to talk. In fact, he wanted to threaten him, and he wanted him, the Secretary of State of the state of Georgia, the man responsible for elections in the state of Georgia to break the law, to be a good Republican. Now, many of you have heard clips of this phone call um, and are probably fairly shocked, but I'm guessing most of you haven't heard the entire phone call. And as a citizen of the United States, and I know it's a new year and I know you're trying to, you know, stay happy and think of puppies and lilacs and the smell of lavender and all the other things that make you happy. But my friends, because we are citizens of a democracy, because that means eternal vigilance, it means also that you must listen to the entire phone call. I'm, I'm, I don't think I have to beg you to do this because right now, most of you are listening to this on Tuesday, January 5th. Uh, maybe it's early in the morning. Maybe some of you are in Georgia. Maybe some of you are getting ready to go vote. Maybe some of you are standing in line right now, and that line looks like it's going to go for another hour or two. Well, I have got the best way to spend an hour right now, and that is for me to share with you the entire phone call, to listen to this amazing thing that has never happened in the history of the United States. Just when you think it couldn't get worse, just when you think he's almost gone, comes this phone call. And it, it you know, I, I know the news media and the cable channels, they don't have a full hour to just play an audio phone call. I mean, they could do like an eight o'clock special at night, and but it's it's audio. But you and I, we love audio, right? That's why we're doing this podcast. I'm I'm talking to you. You're listening. You're responding. Some of you, you're always welcome. Please write me. Uh, leave me a voicemail, any of that. I love that, all that. But, you know, this is all audio. And in this incredible tape of this phone call, made by, I believe, the Secretary of State of the state of Georgia, because I think there was a call like a month or so ago with Trump uh, bullying the Secretary of State in Georgia uh, to fix the election for him. And then it was a he said, she said, or he said, he said. and. Um, this time, the, the guy, Brad, Brad from Georgia, was going to be ready. So he had his lawyer ready for Trump's call, and he had excellent sound recording equipment because you're going to love the quality of the sound uh, of this. And, um, and you're also going to hear a slightly different Trump. This is Trump when you know he's not in, in front of a microphone. He's not on TV. Um, he's not having to play one of the many roles he plays. This is this is this is as real as Trump is, and he's thinking quick. He is focused, laser focused, 
and and yet and yet he is got his own sort of uh, felonious Tourette's going on to where he just can't stop repeating the same crime over and over and over again, where he tells the Secretary of State to add 11,780 votes to his column for Georgia so he would win. He just keeps, he keeps saying it, that, you know, you can find, find the votes, find, in fact, I'll give you the exact number. He's not telling him, like, go find some votes that maybe didn't get counted. He's telling him, find 11,780 votes, the exact number, so he could beat Biden. My friends, as you're about to hear in this phone call, he makes this request for the 11,000 votes 19 times, 19 times. He is the president of the United States is bullying, threatening, ordering this poor individual in Georgia to fix the vote, to commit fraud to commit maybe one of the worst crimes in a democracy, which is to overthrow, overturn, undo, throw away the vote of the people. As far as crimes of democracy go, I don't think there's anything worse. It's an act of sedition. It's an act of treason. And um, (sighs) there was a time when one would have to pay a price for something like this. But I don't want to say anything else right now. I just want you to know, I just want you to hear this call. Please, uh, you know, you can keep, if you're home, keep doing what you're doing at home. Just, just you can have it on, but just, you got to listen to this. You got to listen to the slight difference in tone that you hear in Trump that you don't usually hear. Because remember, he's a mob boss. His is a crime family. He has committed so many crimes over the years and gotten away with it over and over and over again and never spent a night in jail. Wow. Listen to this. Listen to this. Um, and I'm going to hold back on. I'm just, I'll, I'll, I'll say a couple words at the end of this, but I just want you to listen to this because 3 p.m. this past Saturday afternoon, January 2nd, Donald Trump calling from the White House to speak to Brad Raffsenberger, the Secretary of State of the state of Georgia, along with his lawyer also on the phone with him, uh, Ryan. Um, and, um, and Trump, with him on his end, he has, again, Mark Meadows, his chief of staff, participating in this call, and a, a few lawyers, including... Uh, uh, longtime conservative attorney, Cleta Mitchell, and uh, a Georgia-based attorney, Kurt Hilbert. Um, and I think Rafsenberger also has his deputy secretary of state in the room with him, Jordan, uh, Jordan Fuchs. So I don't have subtitles to, for you here. You're, you will know Trump's voice, and you will hear, and mostly on the other end of this is going to be Brad Rafsenberger, secretary of state, state of Georgia. And then you'll hear a few of these others pipe in with some lawyer-type comment. You don't really need to know who they are. You'll know who who George's lawyer is, and uh, and you'll know who Trump's people are. Uh, just by you can just you can just hear it. You'll know. So don't worry about any of that. 
as a citizen and in, in this moment of history in which you got to live, uh, in the final, final weeks of his presidency, he decides to go out with a bang and, and commit a felony larger than anything he was impeached for. This is the absolute worst that one could do to their democracy. I will, let me just also just, I just want to read one piece of Georgia law just so you understand the laws that are, are um, being broken here. This is from the New York Times, um, quoting an attorney, Leanne Webster. She's an Atlanta, Georgia criminal defense attorney. And she cited the state law that makes it illegal for anyone who, quote, solicits, requests, commands, importunes, or otherwise attempts to cause the other person to engage in election fraud. You listen to this whole thing now. And listen to the parts that the media hasn't played for you. It's interesting how they make their decision. They they pull the they all pull the same exact quotes, but it's the context that's missing. The real, the real mobster activity that we get to listen in on. So here we go, my friends. Do we do we cue the music again? Yes, okay, here we are. Listening in to Donald J. Trump, President of the United States, speaking with Brad Rafsenberger, Secretary of State for the state of Georgia, with a supporting cast of lawyers on each end of the call. What you are about to hear is completely unedited. Okay, here we go. The phone call, the crime, the mob boss, all of it, all of it right here on Rumble. I'll talk to you after the call is over. Mr. President, everybody is on the line. And just so this is Mark Meadows, the chief of staff, just so we all are aware, um, uh, on the line is Secretary of State uh and uh, two other individuals, uh, Jordan and Mr. Germany, uh, with him. You also have uh, the attorneys that represent uh, the president, uh, Kurt and Alex, and Cleta Mitchell, uh, who is not the attorney of record but uh, has been involved, myself, and then uh, the president. So, Mr. President, I'll, I'll turn it over to you. Okay, thank you very much. Hello, Brad and Ryan and everybody. We appreciate the time and the call. Um, so we've spent a lot of time on this, and uh, if we could just go over some of the numbers, I think it's pretty clear that we won. We won very substantially, uh, Georgia. Uh, you even see it by rally size, frankly. We'd be getting 25,000, 30,000 people a rally, and uh, the competition would get less than 100 people, and it never made sense. But we have a, a number of things. We have at least two or three, anywhere from 250 to 300,000 ballots were dropped mysteriously into the rolls. Much of that had to do with uh, Fulton County, uh, which hasn't been checked. We think that if you check the signatures, a real check of the signatures going back in Fulton County, you'll find at least a couple of hundred thousand of uh, forged signatures of uh, people with, uh, that who's, who have been forged, uh, and uh, we are quite sure that's going to happen. Another, uh, another tremendous number, we're going to have an act 
accurate number over the next two days with certified accountants, uh, but an accurate number uh, will be given, but it's, it's uh, in the 50s of thousands, uh, and that's people that went to vote, and they were told they can't vote because they've already been voted for, uh, and uh, it's a very sad thing. They walked out uh, complaining, but they, the, the number is large. We'll have it for you, but it's, very, it's much more than the uh, number of 11,779. That's the, the current margin is only 11,779. Uh, Brad, I think, I think you agree with that, right? That's, that's something I think everyone, at least that's a number that everyone agrees on. But uh, that's the difference uh, in the votes. But we've had uh, uh, hundreds of thousands of ballots that we're, uh, we're, we're able to actually will get you a pretty accurate number. You don't need much of a number because the number that, in theory, I lost by the margin would be 11,779. Uh, but you also have uh, substantial uh, numbers of people, thousands and thousands, who went to the voting place on November 3rd, were told they couldn't vote we're told they couldn't vote because a ballot had been put in on their name. And, uh, you know, that's uh, very, 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 very sad. We had, um, I believe it's about uh, 4,502 voters who voted, uh, but who weren't on the voter registration list. So it's 4,502 who voted, but they were not on the voter registration roll, which they had to be. Uh, you had 18,325 vacant address voters. They had no, the address was vacant, uh, and they're not allowed to be counted. That's 18,325. Uh, smaller number, you had 904 who uh, only voted uh, where they had just a PO, a post office box number. And uh, they had a post office box number, and that's not allowed. We had... Uh, at least 18,000, that's on tape, we had them counted very painstakingly, 18,000 voters uh, having to do with uh, Ruby Freeman, that's, uh, she's a vote scammer, a professional vote scammer and hustler, Ruby Freeman. Uh, that, is, uh, that was the tape that's been shown all over the world that makes everybody look bad, uh, you, me, and everybody else, where they got, uh, number one, they, they said, they said very clearly, and, and uh, it's re been reported that they said there was a major water main break. Everybody fled the area, and then they came back, Ruby Friedman, her daughter, and a few people. Uh, there were no Republican poll watchers. Actually, there were no Democrat poll watchers. I guess they were them, but there were no Democrats either, and there was no law enforcement. Uh, late in the morning, they went, early in the morning, they went to uh, the table, with the black robe, the black uh, shield, and they pulled out the votes. Those votes were put there a number of hours before the table was put there. I think it was, Brad, you would know, it was probably uh, eight hours or seven hours before, and then it was stuffed with uh, votes. They weren't in an official uh, voter box. They were in what looked to be uh, uh, suitcases or trunks, uh, suitcases, but they weren't in, uh, in voter boxes. Uh, the minimum number it could be, because we watched it and they they watched it certified uh, in slow motion, instant replay, if you can believe it, but had slow motion and it was magnified many times over. 
and the minimum it was was 18,000 ballots, all for Biden. Um, you had out-of-state voters. Uh, they voted in uh, Georgia, but they were from out-of-state of 4,925. Uh, you had absentee ballots sent to uh, yeah, vacant. They were absentee ballots sent to vacant addresses. Uh, they had nothing on them about addresses. That's 2,326. Um, and you had drop boxes, uh, which was very bad. You had drop box boxes that were picked up. We have uh, uh, photographs and we have uh, affidavits from many people. I, I don't know if you saw the hearings, but, but you have drop boxes where the box was picked up and not delivered for three days. So all sorts of things could have happened to that box, including you know, putting in the votes that you wanted. So there are many infractions, and the bottom line is many, many times the 11,779 margin that they said we lost by. Uh, we had vast, I mean, you have, the state is in turmoil uh, over this, and I know you would like to get to the bottom of it, although I saw you on television today and you said uh, that you found nothing wrong. I mean, you know, I, and I didn't lose the state for it. Uh, people have, have been saying that it was the highest vote ever. There was no way. A, a lot of the the political people said that there's no way they beat me, and they beat me. They they uh, beat me in the, the poll. As you know, every single state, we won every state. We won every state house in the country. We held the Senate, which is shocking to people, although we'll see what happens tomorrow or in a few days. Uh, and we uh, we won the House. But we won every single state house, and we won Congress, which was supposed to lose 15 seats, and they gained, I think, 16 or 17 or something. I think there's now a difference of five. There was supposed to be a difference substantially more. But politicians in every state, but politicians in Georgia have given affidavits and are going to that uh, that there was no way they beat me in the, in the election, uh, that the people came out. In fact, they were expecting to lose. And they, they ended up winning by a lot because of the coattails. And they said there's no way that they've done many polls prior to the election. There was no way that they won. Uh, ballots were dropped at, in massive numbers. And we're trying to get to those numbers. And we will have them. They'll take a period of time certified. Uh, but, but, uh, but they're massive numbers. And far greater than the 11,779. Uh, the other thing, uh, dead people, so dead people voted, and I think uh, the the number is in the pro uh, close to 5,000 people, and they went to uh, obituaries, they went to uh, all sorts of methods to come up with an accurate number, and a minimum is close to about 5,000 voters. The bottom line is when you add it all up, and then you start adding, you know, 300,000 uh, uh, fake ballots. Then the other thing they said is in Fulton County and other areas, and this may or may not be true, this just came up this morning, that they are uh, burning their ballots, that they are shredding shredding ballots and removing equipment. They're uh, changing the equipment on the, uh, on the Dominion machines. And, you know, then that's not legal. And they supposedly shredded, I think they said 300 pounds of, 3,000 pounds of ballots. And that just came to us as a report today. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a 
very sad situation. But uh, but Brad, uh, if you took the minimum numbers, were were many many times above the eleven thousand seven seventy nine, and many of those numbers are certified, or they will be certified, but they are certified. Those are numbers that are there that exist, and that uh, that beat the margin, uh, the margin of loss. It beat they beat it. I mean, by a lot, and. People should be happy to have an accurate count instead of an election where there's turmoil. I mean, there's turmoil in Georgia and other places. You're not the only one. I mean, we have uh, other states that I believe will be flipping to us very shortly. And uh, but this is this is something that's uh, you know as an example. I think in in Detroit, and I think there's a section, a good section of your state actually, which we're not sure, so we're not going to report it yet. But uh, in Detroit. We had a hundred. I think it was 139 uh, percent of the people voted. Uh, that's not too good. In Pennsylvania, they had uh, well over 200,000 more votes than they had people voting, and uh, that was that doesn't play too well. And and the uh, legislature there is, which is Republican, is extremely activist and angry. But I mean, there were other things also that were almost as bad as that, but but uh, they had, as an example, in Michigan, a tre- tremendous number of dead people that voted. I think it was, I think, Mark, it was 18,000, some some unbelievably high number, much higher than yours. You were, you were in the four to 5,000 category. And that was checked out uh, laboriously by going through, uh, uh, burst, by going through the obituary columns in the newspapers. So I guess with all of it being said, Brad, it's the bottom line. And provisional ballots, uh, again, you know, you'll have to tell me about the provisional ballots, but we have uh, a lot of people that were complaining that they weren't able to vote because they were already voted for. And these are great people. And, uh, you know, they were shell-shocked. I don't know if you call that provisional ballots. In some states, we had a lot of provisional ballot uh, situations where, People were given a provisional ballot because when they walked in on November 3rd, they were already voting for, voted for. So that's it. I mean, we have uh, many, many times the number of, uh, of votes necessary to win the state. And we won the state. And we won it very substantially and easily. And we're, we're getting – we have – much of this is a very – you know, they're certified. Uh, far more certified than we need. But we're getting additional numbers certified too, and we're getting uh, pictures of drop boxes being delivered and delivered late and delivered three days later in some cases. Plus, we have many affidavits to that effect. So, Mr. President, if I if I might be able to jump in, and I'll give Brad a chance, uh, uh, Mr. Secretary. Uh, one of the, obviously uh, there is uh, there are allegations where we believe that. Uh, not every vote or fair vote and legal vote was was counted uh and that's at odds with the representation from the secretary of state's office uh what i'm hopeful for is is there some way that we can we can find uh some kind of an agreement to to uh to look at this a little bit more fully uh you know the president mentioned Fulton County, but in some of these areas where there seems to be a difference uh, of 
where the facts uh, seem to lead. And so, Mr. Secretary, I was uh, hopeful that, you know, in a spirit of uh, cooperation and compromises, there, there's something that uh, we can at least have a discussion to look at some of these allegations uh, to, uh, to find a, a path forward that's less litigious. Well, uh, I've listened to what you know, the president has just said. President Trump, uh, we've had several lawsuits, and we've had to respond in court to the lawsuits and the contentions. Uh, we don't agree that you have one. We don't. We, I didn't agree about the 200,000 number that you mentioned. And I could go through that point by point. What we have done is, we gave our state senate uh, about one and a half hours of of our time going through the election issue by issue, and then on the state house, uh, the government affairs committee, we gave them about two and a half hours of our time, going back point by point on all the issues of contention. And then uh, just a few days ago, we met with uh, our U.S. congressman, Republican congressman, uh, and we gave them about two hours of our time uh, talking about this past election. Uh, going back, primarily what you're, what you've talked about here focused in on primarily, I believe, is the absentee ballot process. I don't believe that you're really questioning the, uh, the, the Dominion machines because we did a hand retally, a 100% retally of all the ballots and compared that to what the machine said and, and it came up with virtually the same result. Then we did the recount, we got virtually the same result. So I, I guess we could probably take that off the table. I don't think there's, an issue about that. Um, I think what well, you were well, Brad. Brad, um, not that there's not an issue, but because we have a big issue with Dominion and other states, and perhaps in yours. But we have we haven't felt we needed to go there. And just to you know maybe put a little different spin on what Mark is saying, Mark Meadows. Um, yeah, we'd like to go further, but we don't really need to. We have all the votes we need. You know, we won the state. If you took, these are the most minimal numbers, the numbers that I gave you. Those are numbers that are certified, your absentee ballots sent to vacant addresses, your, your out-of-state voters, 4,925. You know, when you add them up, it's many, more it's many times the 11,779 number. So we could go through, we have not gone through your dominion, so we can't give them blessing. I mean, in other states, we think we found tremendous corruption with Dominion machines, but we'll have to see. But but we we only lost the state by eleven by by that number, eleven thousand votes and uh seven seventy-nine. So with that being said, uh with just what we have and you know, with just what we have, we're giving you minimal minimal numbers. We're doing the most conservative numbers possible. We're many times, many, many times above the the margin. And so we don't really have to mark. I don't think we have to go through right. machines. Because, right. because what, what's the difference between winning the election by two two votes and winning it by a half a million votes? I think right. we probably did win it by a half a million. You know, one of the things that happened, Brad, is we have other people coming in now from Alabama and from uh, South Carolina and from other states. And they're saying it's impossible for you to have lost Georgia. We won. You know, in Alabama, we set a record, got the highest vote ever. In uh, Georgia, we set a record. 
with a massive amount of votes. And they say it's not possible to have lost Georgia. And I could tell you by our rallies. I could tell you by the rally I'm having on Monday night, the place they already have lines of people standing out front waiting. It's just not possible to have lost Georgia. It's not possible. When I heard it was close, I said, there's no way. But they dropped a lot of votes in there late at night. You know that, Brett. And that's what we are working on very, very stringently. But regardless of those votes, with all of it being said, we lost by uh, 11, essentially 11,000 votes. And we have many more votes already calculated and certified, too. So I, I just don't know, you know, Mark, I don't know what's the pur purpose I, I won't give Dominion a pass because we found too many bad things, but we don't need Dominion or anything else. We have we have all we have won this election in Georgia based on all of this. And there's there's nothing wrong with with saying that, Brad. You know, I mean, having the having a correct you, the people of Georgia are angry, and these numbers are going to be repeated on Monday night, along with others that we're going to have by that time, which are much more substantial even, and. The people of Georgia are angry. The people of the country are angry. And there's nothing wrong with saying that, you know, uh, that you've recalculated because uh, the 2,236 and absentee ballots, I mean, they're, they're all exact numbers that were, were done by accounting firms, law firms, etc. And even if you cut them in half, cut them in half, and cut them in half again, it's more votes than we need. Well, Mr. President, the challenge that you have is the data you have is wrong. Uh, we, we talked to the congressmen, and they were surprised. But they, uh, I guess there was a person named Mr. Raynard that came to these meetings and presented data. And he said that there was dead people. Of, I believe it was upward of 5,000. The actual number were two. Two. Two people that were dead that voted. And so that's wrong. That was too. Well, Cleta, how do you respond to that? I mean, you tell me. What? Well, I, I will because say, Mr. Secretary, one of the things that we have requested, and we did, what we said was, and if you look at the, if you read our petition, it said that we took the names and birth years, and you know we had certain information available to us. We have asked from your office for records that only you have. And so we said there's a universe of people who have the same name and same birth year and died, but we don't have the records that you have. And one of the things that we have been suggesting formally and informally for weeks now is to try is for you to make available to us the records that would be necessary. But, but Cleta, even before you do that, Cleta, even before you do that, and not even including that, that's why I hardly even included that number, although in one state we have a tremendous amount of dead people, so I don't know. I'm sure we do in Georgia, too. I'm sure we do in Georgia, too. But um, is that we're so far ahead. We're so far ahead of these numbers. Even the phony ballots of, uh, of Ruby Freeman, known scammer, you know the internet? You know what was trending on the internet? Where's Ruby? Because they thought she'd be in jail. Where's Ruby? Um, it's, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. That was, the minimum number is 18,000 for Ruby. 
but they think it's probably about 56,000. But the minimum number is 18,000 on the Ruby Freeman night where she ran back in there when everybody was gone and stuffed. She stuffed the ballot boxes. Let's face it, Brad. I mean, they did it in slow motion replay magnified, right? She stuffed the ballot boxes. They were stuffed like nobody's ever seen them stuffed before. So there's a term for it when it's a machine instead of a ballot box. But uh, she stuffed the machine. She stuffed the ballot. Each each ballot went three times. They were showing, here's ballot number one. Here it is a second time, third time, next ballot. I mean, look, Brett, this is, we we have a new tape that we're going to release. It's devastating. And by the way, that one event, that one event is much more than the 11,000 votes that we're talking about. It's, uh, you know, that one event was a a disaster. Uh, it's it's just you know, but it was it it was something that uh, it can't be disputed. And again, we have a version that you haven't seen, but it's uh, it's it's uh, magnified. It's magnified, and you can see every everything. And she put for some reason they put it in three times each ballot, and I don't know why. But you know why? I don't know why three times. Why not five times? Right? But uh, yeah, go ahead. You're you're talking about uh, the State Farm video, and I think it's extremely unfortunate that Rudy Giuliani or his people, they sliced and diced that video and took it out of context. So the next day we brought in WSB TV and we let them show see the full run of tape. And what you'll see, the events that transpired are nowhere near what was pro- was uh, projected by... You but know, where were the poll watchers, Brad? There were no poll watchers there. There were no Democrats or Republicans. There was no security there. It was late in the evening, or late in the early in the morning, and there was nobody else in the room. Where were the poll watchers? And why did they say a water main broke, which they did, and which is reported in, in the newspapers? They said they left. They ran out because of a water main break, and there was no water main. There was nothing. There was no break. There was no water main break. Um but where, if you if you take out everything, where were the Republican poll watchers? Even where were the Democrat poll watchers? Because there were none. And then you say, well, they left their station. You know, if you look at the tape, and this was it. This was reviewed by professional police and and detectives and and other people. Uh, when they left in a rush, everybody left in a rush because of the water main. But everybody left in a rush. These people left their station. When they came back, they didn't go to their station. They went to the apron wrapped around the table under which were thousands and thousands of ballots in a box that was not an official or a sealed box. And then they took those and they went back to a different station. So if they would have come back, they would have walked to their station and they would have continued to work. But they couldn't do the, even that because that's illegal because they had no Republican poll watchers. And remember, her reputation is 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 devil. She's known all over the Internet, Brett. She's known all over. It, I'm telling you, where's where's Ruby was one of the hot items on the Ruby. They knew her. Where's Ruby? Uh, so, Brad, you know, this, there can be no justification for that. And I... I you know, I give everybody the benefit of the doubt, but that was and and Brad, why did they put the the uh, votes in three times? You know, they put them in three times. They, they did not put that. We 
we can we did an audit of that and we proved conclusively that they were not scanned three times. Well, where was everybody else at that late time in the morning? Where was everybody? Where were the Republicans? Where were the security guards? Where were the people that were there just a little while before when everyone ran out of the room? How come How come we had no security in the room? Why did they run to the bottom of the table? Why did they run there and just open the skirt and rip out the, uh, and rip out the votes? I mean, Brad. And they were sitting there... I think for five hours or something like that, the votes. But they just all happened to run back and go, you know, Brad. Yeah, Mr. President, we'll send you the link from WSB that does. I, I don't care about a link. I don't need it. I have a, I have, a much Brad. I have a much Mr. better Mr. link. Perry, I, I will tell you. I've seen the tape, the full tape. So has Alex. We've watched it, and what we saw and what we've confirmed in the timing is that. They made everybody leave. We have sworn affidavits saying that. And then they continue, Then they began to process ballots. And our estimate is that there were roughly 18,000 ballots. We don't know that. If you know that. It was 18,000 like ballots, but they used each one three times. Well, so I don't a, know about that, but yeah, I know Well, that I, I do, I do because we, have it, we had ours magnified out. So but, uh, but each, each watched, one magnified out. I've watched it, the entire thing. But, but, you know. But nobody can make a case for that, Brett. Nobody. I mean, look, thats you'd have to be a child to think anything other than that. Just a child. I mean, you have your never how, Trump how, attorney how there. Ballots, how many ballots, Mr. Secretary, are you saying GBI, that were processed in? We had GPI thoroughly investigate that. We had our, this is Ryan Germany, we had our law enforcement officers talk to everyone uh, who was who was there after that event came to light. Uh, the GBI was with them as well as um, FBI agents. Um, well, there's there's no way they could. Buy, then they're incompetent. They're, they're either dishonest well, they or incompetent. Okay, there's only two answers: dishonesty or incompetence. There's just no way. Look, there's no way. And on the other well, thing I said too, there's no way. I mean, there's no way that these things could have been. You know, you have all these different people that that voted, but they don't live in Georgia anymore. Uh, what was that number, Clay? That was a pretty good number, too. Yeah. Well, the, the number who had registered out of state after they moved from Georgia. Um, and so they they had a date when they moved from Georgia. They registered to vote out of state. And then they was like 4,500. I don't have that right in front of me. And then they came back in and they voted. And yeah. voted. Yeah. No, that was a large number, though. It was in the 20s. And, uh, you know... The point We've is been going through each of those as well, and 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 those numbers that, that we got um, that Miss Mitchell was just saying, they're not accurate. Everyone we've been through are people that lived in Georgia, moved to a different state, but then moved back to Georgia legitimately. And in, and in many cases, really, how many people do that? So I mean, they moved out and then they said, "How oh, the hell with it? I'll move back." And, you know, it doesn't sound like a very normal. You mean they moved out? And what, they missed it so much that they wanted to move back in? Yeah, it's like, it's crazy. Well, and this is, they moved back in years ago. This was not like something just before the election. So there's something about that data that it's just not accurate. Well, I don't know. We, I mean, all, all I know is that it is, it is certified, and they moved out of Georgia, and they voted. It didn't say they moved back in, Clayton, did it? No, but, I mean, we lo- we're looking at the voter registration. Again, if you have additional records, we've been asking for that. But you haven't shared any of that with us. 
you just keep saying you've been. But Lita, a lot of it you don't need to be shared. I mean, to be honest, they should share it. They they should share it because you want to get to an honest election. I won this election by hundreds of thousands of votes. There's no way I lost Georgia. There's no way. We won by hundreds of thousands of votes. I'm just going by small numbers. When you add them up, they're many times the 11,000. But but I won that state by hundreds of thousands of votes. Now, do you think it's possible that they uh, shredded ballots in uh, Fulton County? Because that's what the rumor is. And also that Dominion took out machines. Uh, that Dominion is really moving fast to get rid of their uh, machinery. Do you know anything about that? Because that's illegal. This is Ryan Germany. No, Dominion has not um, moved any machinery out of Fulton County. We're having well, but no, but but have they moved? Have they have they moved the inner parts of the machines and replaced them with other parts? You sure, Ryan? I'm sure. I'm sure, Mr. President. And what about what about the uh, what about the ballots? The uh, shredding of the ballots. Have they been shredding ballots? No. The, the only investigation that we have into that, they have not been shredding any ballots. Um, there was an issue in Cobb County where they were doing normal, uh, you know, office shredding, getting rid of old stuff, and we investigated that. But this is stuff from you know past elections. I don't know. It doesn't pass the smell test, though, because we hear they're shredding thousands and thousands of ballots. Uh, and now what they're saying, oh, we're just cleaning up the office. You know, I don't think that plays. Well, Mr. President, the problem that, uh, you have with social media, they can, people can say anything. No, I, no, this isn't social media. This is Trump media. It's not social media. It's, it's, it's really not. It's not social media. I don't care about social media. I couldn't care less. Social media is big tech. Big tech is on your side, you know. I don't even know why you have a side, because you should want to have an accurate election. And you're a Republican. We believe that we do have an accurate election. No, I no you don't. No, no, you don't. You don't have you don't have not even close. You got you're off by hundreds of thousands of votes and just on the small numbers you're off on these numbers. And uh, these numbers can't be just well, why won't Okay, so you send us into Cobb County for uh, signature verification, right? You send us into Cobb County, which we didn't want to go into, uh, and you said it would be open to the public and we could have our... So we had our experts there. They weren't allowed into the room. But we didn't want Cobb County. We wanted Fulton County, and you wouldn't give it to us. Now, why aren't we doing signature, and why can't it be open to the public, and why can't we have professionals do it? instead of rank amateurs that will never find anything and, and don't want to find anything. They don't want to find, you know they don't want to find anything. Someday you'll tell me the reason why, because I don't understand your reasoning, but someday you'll tell me the reason why. But why don't you want to find? We chose Cobb County. Why don't we you want to Cobb find? County. What? Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, why did, why, okay, so why did you do Cobb County? We didn't even request, we requested Fulton County, not Cobb County. Well, Mr. President, we, we did have Cobb our election County. contest. We yeah, go ahead, please. Cobb go County. ahead. We chose Cobb County because that was the only county where there's been any evidence submitted that the signature verification was not properly done. Well, no, but but uh, I, I, I told you, but we're not we're not saying that. We are yeah, we did the agreed we party. Fulton County, look, Stacy, in my opinion, Stacy is as dishonest as they come. She has outplayed you at every heart. At, at everything. She got you to sign a totally unconstitutional 
uh, agreement, which which is a disastrous agreement. You can't check signatures. You can't do. I, I can't imagine you're allowed to do harvesting. I guess in that agreement, that agreement is a disaster for for this country. And but she got you somehow to sign that thing, and she is a she's outsmarted you at every step. And I, I hate to imagine what's going to happen on Monday or Tuesday, but it's very scary to people, you know, where the ballots flow in out of nowhere. It's very scary to people. That consent decree is a disaster. It's a disaster. A, a, a very good lawyer who examined it said they've never seen anything like it. And uh, harvesting is still illegal in the state of Georgia, and that settlement agreement did not change that. Well, it's not a settlement agreement. It's a consent decree. It even says consent decree on it, doesn't it? It uses the term consent decree. It doesn't say settlement agreement. It's a consent decree. It's a disaster. It's a settlement agreement. What's what's written on top of it? Ryan? I don't I don't have it in front of me, but it, it, it was not entered by the court. It's not a court order. I'm no, it's a, it's called, but Ryan, it's it's called a consent decree. Is that right on the paper? Is that right? I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't believe so. But I don't, I don't have okay. it in front of me. Okay. Whatever. It's a disaster. It's a disaster. Uh, look, here's the problem. We can go through signature verification, and we'll find hundreds of thousands of signatures if you let us do it. And the only way you can do it, as you know, is to go to the past. But you didn't do that in Cobb County. You just looked at one page compared to another. The only way you can do a signature verification is go from the one that signed it in, 20, in on November, whatever, recently, and compare it to two years ago, four years ago, six years ago, you know, or or even one, and you'll find that you have many different signatures. But in in uh, Fulton, where they dumped ballots you will find that you have many that aren't even signed and you have many that are forgeries, okay? You know that. You know that. You have no doubt about that. And you will find, you will be at 11,779 within minutes because Fulton County is totally corrupt and so is she totally corrupt. And they're going around playing you and laughing at you behind your back, Brad, whether you know it or not, they're laughing at you. And you've taken a state that's a Republican state, and you've made it almost impossible for a Republican to win because of cheating, because they cheated like nobody's ever cheated before. And I don't care how long it takes me. Uh, you know, we're going to have other states coming forward pretty good. But I, I, I won't. This is never given. This is we have some incredible talent said they've never seen anything. Now, the problem is they need more time for the big numbers, but they are very substantial numbers. But And I think you're going to find that they, uh, by the way, a little information, I think you're going to find that they are shredding ballots because they have to get rid of the ballots because the ballots are unsigned. The ballots are, are corrupt. And they're brand new and they don't have seals. And There's a whole thing with the ballots, but the ballots are corrupt. And you're going to find that they are, which is totally illegal. It's 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 more illegal for you than it is for them because you know what they did and you're not reporting it. That's a, you know, that's a criminal, that's a criminal offense. And, and, you know, you can't let that happen. That's, that's a big risk to you and to Ryan. 
your lawyer. That's a big risk. But they are shredding ballots, in my opinion, based on what I've heard. And they are removing machinery. Uh, and they're moving it as fast as they can. Both of which are criminal fines. And you can't let it happen. And you are letting it happen. You know, I mean, I'm notifying you that you're letting it happen. So, look, all I want to do is this. I just want to find... Uh, 11,780 votes, which is one more than we have, because we won the state, and flipping the state is a great testament to our country, because, you know, there's, there's, there's just, a, it's a testament that they can admit to a mistake, or whatever you want to call it, if it was a mistake, I don't know. A lot of people think it wasn't a mistake, it was much more uh, criminal than that. But it's a big problem in Georgia, and it's it's not a problem that's going away. I mean, you know, it's not a problem that's going away. And and we got President, this is Ryan. We're yeah. looking into every one of those things that that you mentioned. Uh, okay, and that's good. But if you find them, you got to say it, Ryan. Look, if they let me ask you, Ryan, if they're destroying ballots, tell you what we are seeing. Go ahead. Good. What we're seeing is not at all what you're describing. Okay. And it, these are investigators from our office. These are investigators from uh, GBI, um, and they're looking, and they're good, and that's not what they're seeing. And we'll keep we'll we'll keep looking. We'll keep looking at all these things. Well, you better check on the ballots because they are shredding ballots, Ryan. I'm just telling you, Ryan, they're shredding ballots, and uh, you should look at that very carefully because that's so illegal. You know. You may not even believe it because it's so bad, but but they're shredding ballots because they think we're going to eventually get there because we'll eventually get into Fulton. You know, it's uh, in my opinion, it's in never my opinion, it's never too late. So, oh, so, oh, little double, uh, little double, double sound, sound act. Double sound act. Yeah. So, so, um, uh, so that's the story, folks. I, look, we need. Only 11,000 votes. We have far more than that as it stands now. We'll have more and more. Uh, and do you have provisional ballots at all, uh, Brad? Provisional ballots? Provisional ballots are allowed, you know, by state law. Sure. But yeah, do you have them? I mean, are they counted or, or did you just hold them back because they, you know, in other words, how many provisional ballots do you have in the state? We'll get you that number. Because uh, most of them are made out to the name Trump, because these are people that were scammed when they came in, and we have thousands of people that have testified or, or that want to testify. When they came in, they were proudly going to vote on November 3rd, and they were told, I'm sorry, you've already been voted for, you've already voted. The women, men started screaming, no, I proudly voted till November 3rd. They said, I'm sorry, but you've already been voted for. And you have a ballot. And these people are beside themselves. So they went out and they filled in a provisional ballot putting the name Trump on it. And what about that batch of military ballots that came in? And even though I won the military by a lot, it was 100% Trump. Do you know? I mean, 100% Biden. Do you know about that? A, a large group of ballots came in. I think it was to Fulton County. And they just happened to be 100% for Trump, even though, for uh, Biden, even though Trump won the military by a lot, you know, a, a tremendous amount. But these ballots were 100% for Biden. And 
you know about that? A very substantial number came in, all for Biden. Does anybody know about it? I know about it, but we were never... Well, okay, Tlita, wait. I'm not asking you, Tlita, honestly. I'm asking, I'm asking Brad. Do you know about the military ballots that we have confirmed now? Do you know about the military ballots that came in that were uh, 100%, I mean, 100% for Biden? Do you know about that? I don't know about that. I, I do know that um, we have, when, when military ballots come in, it's not just military. It's also military and um, overseas citizens. Uh, the military part of that does generally go Republican. The overseas citizen part of it uh, generally goes uh, very Democrat. No, but uh, this was – yeah, that's okay. But I get – I got like 78 percent in the military. These ballots were all for – this – This they were – they didn't tell me overseas. Could be overseas too, but I get votes overseas too, right, you know, in all fairness. No, they came in. A large batch came in, and it was, quote, 100 percent for Biden. And that is criminal. You know, that's criminal. Okay, that's another criminal. That's another of the many criminal events. Many criminal events here. Um, I don't know. Look, Brad, I got to get, I have to find 12,000 votes, and I have them times a lot, and therefore I won the state. That's before we go to the next step, which is in the process of right now, you know. And I watched you this morning, and you said, uh, well, there was no criminality. But, I, I mean, all of this stuff is, is very dangerous stuff. It's, when you talk about no criminality, I think it's very dangerous for you to say that. I, I, just, I just don't know why you don't want to have the votes counted as they are. Like, even you, when you went and did that check, and I was surprised because, you know, I didn't consider the, the check, and we found a few thousand votes that were against me. I was actually surprised because the way that check was done, all you, you're doing is, re, you know, recertifying existing votes. And, you know, it, you were given votes and you just counted them up and you still found 3,000 that were bad. That was sort of surprising. That came down three or five. I don't know. A lot, you know, still a lot of votes. But, but you have to go back to check from past years with respect to uh, signatures. And if you check with Fulton County, you'll have hundreds of thousands because they dumped ballots into Fulton County and the other county next to it. So what, so what are we going to do here, folks? I only need 11,000 votes. Fellas, I need 11,000 votes. Give me a break. Uh, you know, we have that in spades already. Or we can keep it going. But that's not fair to the voters of Georgia because they're going to see what happened. And uh, they're going to see what happened. I mean, I'll... I'll take on anybody you want with regard to Ruby Freeman and her lovely daughter, a very lovely young lady, I'm sure. But Ruby Freeman, I, I will take Freeman. I will take on anybody you want. And the, the minimum, the, there were 18,000 ballots, but they used them three times. So that's, you know, a lot of votes. Uh, and that one event, and they were all to Biden, by the way. That's the other thing we didn't say. You know, the uh, Ruby Freeman, one thing I forgot to say, which was the most important you know that every single ballot she did went to Biden? You know that, right? Do you know that, by the way, Brett? Every single ballot that she did through the machine at uh, early, early in the morning went to Biden. Did you know that, Ryan? Um, that's not accurate, Mr. President. 
Huh. What is accurate? The, the numbers <laughs> that we are showing are accurate. Um, no, no, about Ruby Freeman, about, about early in the morning, Ryan, when the woman took the, you know, when the whole gang took the stuff out of the, from under the table, right? Do you know that those, do you know who those ballots, do you know who they were made out to? Do you know who they were voting for? No, not specifically. Did you ever check? We 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 did what I described to you earlier. No no no. Did you ever check the ballots that were scammed by Ruby Freeman, known a known uh, political operative uh, balloteer? Did you ever check who those votes were for? We've looked into that situation that you described. No, they were a hundred percent for Biden. One hundred percent. There wasn't a Trump vote in the whole group. Why don't you want to find this, Ryan? What's wrong with you? I heard the I heard your lawyer is very difficult, actually, but I'm sure you're a good lawyer. You have a nice last name. But but I'm just curious why wouldn't why why do you keep fighting this thing? It just doesn't make sense. We're way over the seventeen thousand seven seventy nine, right? We're way over that number. And just if you took just Ruby Freeman, we're over that number by five, five or six times when you multiply it out times three. Uh, and every single ballot went to Biden. And, and you didn't know that, but now you know it. So, so tell me, Brad, what are we going to do? Uh, we won the election, and it's not fair to take it away from us like this. And it's going to be very costly in many ways, and I think you have to say that you're going to re-examine it, and you can re-examine it, but, but re-examine it with people that want to find answers, not people that don't want to find answers. Uh, for instance, I'm hearing Ryan, and he's probably, I'm sure, a great lawyer and everything, but he's making statements about those ballots that he doesn't know. But he's making them with such, he, he did make them with surety, but now I think he's less sure because the answer is they all went to Biden. And that alone wins us the election by a lot. You know, so. Mr. President, uh, you have people that submit information and we have our people that submit information and then it comes before the court and the court then has to make a determination. We have to stand by our numbers. We believe our numbers are right. Um, why do you say that, though? I, I don't know. I mean, sure, we can play this game with the courts, but why do you say that? First of all, they don't even assign us a judge. They don't even assign us a judge. Uh, but why wouldn't you, if, hey, Brad, why wouldn't you want to check out Ruby Freeman? And why wouldn't you want to say, hey, if, if in fact President Trump is right about that, then he wins the state of Georgia. Just that one incident alone, without going through hundreds of thousands of drop ballots. You just say you stick by, you, I mean, I've been watching you for, you know, you don't care about anything. Your numbers are right. But your numbers aren't right. They're really wrong. And they're really wrong, Brad. And, and I know this phone call is going nowhere other than, other than ultimately, you know, it's, look, ultimately I win, okay? Because but, Mr. Secretary, Mr. you guys President, are so wrong, and you've treated this—you've treated the population of Georgia so badly. 
you between you and your governor who wouldn't who was down at 21 he was down 21 points and like a schmuck I endorsed him and got he got elected but uh I will tell you he's a disaster and he'll never I can't imagine the people are so angry in Georgia I can't imagine he's ever getting elected again I'll tell you that much right now but but why wouldn't you want to find the right answer Brad instead of keep saying that the numbers are right because those numbers are so wrong. Mr. Secretary, Mr. President, I mean, one of the things that we have been, Alex, talked about this, we talked about it, and I don't know whether the information has been conveyed to your office, but I think what the President's saying and what we've been trying to do is to say, look, the court is not acting on our petition. They haven't even assigned a judge. But the people of Georgia and the people of America have a right to know the answers. And you have data and records that we don't have access to. And you keep telling us and making public statements that you've investigated this and, you know, nothing to see here. But we don't know about that. All we know is what you tell us. What I don't understand is why it wouldn't be in everyone's best interest to um, to try to get to the bottom, compare the numbers. You know, if you say, because if but to try to be able to get to, to truth, and that we because we don't have any way of confirming what you're telling us. You tell us that you've had an investigation of the State Farm Arena. I, I don't have any report. I've never seen a report of investigation. I don't know what that is. I've been pretty involved in this. I don't know. And that's just one of like 25 categories. And it doesn't even and and as I as the president said, we haven't even gotten into the Dominion issue. That's not part of our case. It's not part of we we just didn't feel as though we had any way to be able to develop. No, we do have a way, but I don't want to get into it because exactly. we have we found a way in other states later. Excuse me, but we don't need right. it because we're only down eleven thousand votes, so we don't even need it. Right. I but personally I think they're corrupt as hell. But we don't need that because all we have to do, Clayton, is find 11,000-plus votes. So we don't need that. I'm not looking to to shake up the whole world. We won Georgia easily. We won it by hundreds of thousands of votes. But if you go by basic, simple numbers, we won it easily, easily. So uh, we're not giving uh, Dominion a pass on the record. I no, right, exactly. But we just don't, you know, we don't need we don't Dominion need because we have so many other votes that we don't need to prove it any more than we already have. Mr. President, so Lita, this is Kurt Hilbert, yeah. if I might back here for a moment. Um, Ryan, uh, I would like to suggest that just four categories that have already been mentioned by the President. Uh, that have actually hard numbers of 24,149 votes that were counted illegally. That in and of itself is sufficient to change the results or place the outcome in doubt. Um, we would like to just sit down with your office, and we can do it through purposes of compromise and settlement, just like this phone call, just to deal with that limited category of votes. And if you are able to establish that our numbers are not accurate, then fine. However, we believe that they are accurate. We've had now three to four separate experts look at these numbers. These numbers are based upon the USPS. And certified, and certified accountants looked at them. 
Correct. And this is just based on USPS data and your own Secretary of State data. Um, so that's what we would entreat and ask you to do, to sit down with us um, in a compromise and settlement um, uh, you know, proceeding and actually go through the registered voter IDs and the registrations. And if you can convince us that that 24,149 is inaccurate, then fine. But we, we tend to believe that that is, you know, obviously more than 11,779. That's sufficient to change the, the result entirely in and of itself. So what would you say to that, Mr. Germany? Kurt, um, I'm happy to, uh, I'll give with our lawyers and we'll set that up. Um, the, that number is not accurate. And I think we can show you for all the ones we've looked at uh, why it's not. Uh, and so if that, if that would be helpful. I'm happy to keep with our lawyers and set that up with you guys. Well, well let me ask you, Kurt. Kurt, you think that is an accurate number. That was based on the information given to you by the Secretary of State's Department, right? That That is correct. That, that, that information is the minimum, most conservative data based upon the USPS data and the Secretary of State's office data that has been made publicly available. We do not have the internal numbers from the Secretary of State, yet we have asked for it six times. I've sent a letter over to Mr. Anolowitz several times uh, requesting this information, and it's been rebuffed every single time. So it stands to reason that if the information is not forthcoming, forthcoming there's something to hide. That's the problem that we have. Well, that's not the case. There are things that, that you guys are, are entitled to get, and there's things that under law we are not allowed to give out. Well, you have to. That's, well, under law, you're not allowed to give faulty election results, okay? You're not allowed to do that, and that's what you've done. This is a faulty election result. And honestly, this should go very fast. You should meet tomorrow because you have a big election election coming up, and because of what you've done to the president, you know, the people of, of uh, Georgia know that this was a scam. And because of what you've done to the president, a lot of people aren't going out to vote. And a lot of Republicans are going to vote negative because they hate what you did to the president. Okay? They hate it. And they're going to vote. And if you would be respected, if really respected, if this thing could be straightened out before the election. You have a big election coming up on Tuesday. And therefore, I think that it really is important that you meet tomorrow and work out on these numbers. Because I know, Brad, that if, if you think we're right, I think you're going to say... And, and I'm not looking to blame anybody. I'm not blaming. I'm just saying that, you know, you know, under new counts and under new uh, uh, views of, of the election results, we won the election. So, you know, it's, it's very simple. We won the election. As the governor of major states in the surrounding states said, there is no way you lost Georgia. As the Georgia politicians say, there is no way you lost Georgia. Nobody, everyone knows I won it by hundreds of thousands of votes. But I'll tell you, it's going to have a big impact on Tuesday if you guys don't get this thing straightened out fast. Well, Mr. President, this is Mark. Let me uh, let me just, it sounds like we've got uh, two different sides agreeing that we can look at those those areas. And, and I assume that we can do that within the next 24 uh, to 48 hours to go ahead and get that reconciled so that we can look at the two claims and making sure that we get the access to the Secretary of State's data to either validate or invalidate the claims that have been made. Is that correct? So that's, that's not what I said. Um, I'm happy to, 
you know, sit down with or have our lawyers sit down with Curtin and, 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 and the lawyers on, on that side and explain to him, hey, here's based on what we've looked at so far, here's how we know this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. So what you're so what you're saying, Ryan? Hold on, let me let me make sure. So what you're saying is you, is you really don't want to give access to the data. You just want to make another case on why the lawsuit is wrong. I don't think we I don't think we can give access to to, to data that's protected by law. Um, but we can sit down with them and say. But hey, you're allowed to have a phony election. Way. You're allowed to have a phony election, right? No, sir. When are you when are you going to do the signature counts on uh, when are you going to do signature verification on Fulton County, which you said you were going to do and now all of a sudden you're not doing it? When are you doing that? We Mr. are going President, to do that. We've announced to get to this issue of the uh, personal information and privacy issue. Um, is it possible that the Secretary of State could deputize the lawyers for the president? so that we could access that information, that private information, without you having any kind of violation? Well, I don't want to know who it is. You guys can do it very confidentially. You can sign a confidentiality agreement. That's okay. I don't need to know names. All right, let me, but we yeah. got the information on this stuff that we're talking about. We got all that information from the Secretary of State. Yeah, so let me let me recommend uh Ryan if you and Kurt will get together uh, you know when we get off of this phone call if you could get together and work out uh, a a plan to to address uh, some of what we've we've got with your attorneys, where we can we can actually look at the data. Uh, uh, for example, uh, Mr. Secretary, I, I can tell you, you say there was only two dead people that would vote. Uh, I, I can promise you there are more than that, uh, and and that may be what your investigation shows, but I can promise you there are more than that. Uh, but at the same time, I think it's important that we go ahead and move expeditiously to try to do this and resolve it as quickly as we possibly can. And uh, and if that's the good next step, you know, hopefully we can we can uh, finish this phone call and, and go ahead and agree that the two of you will get together immediately. Well, why don't my lawyers show you where you got the information? It'll show the Secretary of State, and you don't even have to look at any names. We don't want names. We don't care. But we got that information from you. Uh, and Stacey Abrams is laughing about, you know, she's going around saying these guys are dumber than a rock. What she's done to this party is unbelievable, I tell you. And I only ran against her once, and that was with a guy named Brian Kemp, and I beat her. And if I didn't run, Brian wouldn't have had even a shot, either in the general or in the primary. He was dead, dead as a doornail. He never thought he had a shot at either one of them. What a schmuck I was. But that's the way it is. That's the way it is. Uh, I would like you to... Uh, uh, for the attorneys on Russia, I'd like you to perhaps meet with Ryan ideally tomorrow because I think we should come to a resolution of this before the election. Otherwise, you're going to have you're going to have people just not voting. They don't want to vote. They hate the state. They hate the governor and they hate the secretary of state. I will tell you that right now. And the only people that like you are people that will never vote for you. You know that, Brad, right? They like you, you know. They like you. They can't believe what they found. They want more people like you. So look, uh, can you get together tomorrow? And Brad, we just want the truth. It's simple. And uh, 
And everyone's going to look very good if the truth comes out. It's okay. It takes a little while, but let the truth come out. And the the real truth is I won by 400,000 votes, at least. That's the real truth. But we don't need 400,000 votes. We need less than 2,000 votes. And uh, are you guys able to meet tomorrow, Ryan? Um, I'll get with Chris, the lawyer who's representing us in the case, uh, and see, see when he can get together with Kurt. All right. Ryan will be in touch with that, the other attorney on this call, Mr. Meadows. Thank you, President Trump, for your time. Okay. Thank you, Brad. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank, thank, you. thank you very much. Bye. President. And there you have it. Fucking amazing. If something doesn't happen with this, we need to scream bloody murder, my friends. This is, this is, if, if we allow him to get away with this, and essentially what he's violated is state law. By the way, it's legal in the state of Georgia. If one of the parties is recording the call, then it's legal. Some states, both parties have to know the recording is happening, but not in Georgia. And so it was legal for the Secretary of State to do this. And thank God he did. This man, Donald Trump, this must be, they need to do the research and the investigation and the arrest of this individual. He will not have the protection. He doesn't even have it now with the presidency, but he, he's, you know, frankly, if, if the two Democrats win today in Georgia, they're going to be sworn in right away tomorrow, the next day, whenever it's, you know, been made legal that they've won. And that means the Democrats control the House and the Senate. And you have to tell me why, why he should not be impeached, even on a voice vote. The evidence is right there, folks. Impeach him. Yeah, there's only a couple weeks left. Impeach him. Impeach him and let it go to the Senate and let the Senate try him. See, I know some of you are thinking, no, no, Mike, we need to move on. Mm, No, big, big mistake. When this happens, when something like this happens, if the person who commits the crime has no consequences, what does this mean for the future? If, if nothing happens, what's the message to future presidents, to future politicians? Oh, you can get away with this. If you're rich, if you're a politician, Trump needs to face the consequences for all of his crimes, including this one. But let's just do this one. And listen, I'm not saying this because we're seeking vengeance here. We already got our vengeance. We booted his ass out of the White House. That's, I do believe, great, done. Next, onward. I don't want to see him arrested and tried for this, you know, because I want him to suffer. It's not because, oh, he's a Republican, so, you know, we're all we're all against the Republicans. No, it's none of this. It's because if we let him get away with this, then other rich people— other mobsters, other powerful people, politicians, presidents, whatever, they will do this again and again and again. That's why it has to happen. That's what young people need to see. Actions have consequences. And look, as you know from listening to this podcast, I'm not a big believer in prisons. The only you know, the only reason any kind of place with a key should be kept is to protect the rest of us from people that are just sick and are going to somehow 
cause violence and harm to other human beings. They have to be separated from us until we get them the help they need. And if there is no help for them, then they have to remain separated. Not, not punished, not harmed, just kept from us. Trump, you know, it would be hard to make the case for his punishment would, that we, we need to keep him from us because all we're going to be doing then is making sure we don't have to look at his next reality show or his Trump News Network or whatever the hell he's going to do. But we have to make sure that he does not commit these crimes again. And we have to set up a situation with him where um, the law and justice has a keen eye on this individual who committed his first crimes with his dad back when they were hauled into court for discriminating in their housing, all the middle-class apartment complexes that they owned in, in the city of New York and how anybody who was black who came in and applied to, for a rental had a mark put at the top of the of their application. I forgot if it was a C for colored or whatever it was, but the federal government found out about them and hauled both of their asses in. Something like they had like something like 7,000 apartments. I'm not going to get the exact number right here, but about 7,000 units. And there were a total of seven black families in the 7,000 in New York City. That's the first crime I remember reading about with this guy. He's gotten away with everything. For God's sake, can we show some pride in ourselves as Americans and not let him get away with what we just listened to? Because that was about him trying to fix an election and add votes. He's been some form of criminal his entire adult life. And some of it would be called civil crimes. It's, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about the crimes of being a douchebag. None of that stuff. You know, the world's full of that. We can't put, put them all away. But this, if we don't stand up for ourselves and say, if you try to change an election, to lie, to have the, 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 the count, the tabulation lie, so that you remain in office, my friends, we have to come down hard on this. And we have to demand that prosecutors follow through on this. Hang on to this episode. Pass it around. Let people hear the entire, the entire phone call. I know it took a while, and he kept trying to go at it in many different ways, but always the same way, reminding Reminding Brad that he's a Republican. Come on, you're one of us. Hey, you're one of us. Come on, right? Of course, he's not one of you. Maybe he was at one time. But, Donald, you misread the whole situation here. And now you're going to have to pay for it. You know, my preference in terms of your punishment would be you're going to have to make some sort of restitution to this country. I don't quite know what that means. I don't want it to be you just writing a check. I'll figure something else out here. But you're going to have to do something for the United States of America because you wrecked us. You wrecked this country over four years. You wrecked so many parts of this country, so many so many departments and cabinet positions and places and things that you've done to our environment, to our planet to people in other countries, your Muslim ban 
I'm not going to go down the whole list. You know what it is. You're going to have to make up for this. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe we'll have you build mosques in 20 American cities. I don't know. You're, you're into construction, aren't you? Listen, you're going to have to do something to pay for this. And those of you who are listening to this, we have to really insist on this. And I know there's going to be a feeling we're going to get Biden in there. We're going to have the inauguration day. And then we're just going to not want to think about Trump at all. But my friends, we, he has to be held up as an example. And we have to create that example or we will live through this again. And you will, especially younger people, this will happen and you will rue the day that, that the adults, why didn't you do something back then? Now we got, now we got more of this. Now it's the norm. If you're listening to this in Georgia, you haven't voted yet today. There's still time to vote. Please go vote. I think there's an excellent chance we can defeat these two Republicans and put two Democrats in there that are going to help Biden and the and the rest of the Senate and the House fix this country, fix our situation with COVID-19, fix our situation with jobs and the economy, a fair wage, make the rich pay their taxes, all the stuff that's going to happen. We need the Senate. So if you haven't voted there yet, or you have friends or family that live there, please make that last call to remind them or to congratulate them for having voted, or whatever is the best thing to do. We need this badly right now. Do not feel defeated about this. Don't say it's Georgia, because Georgia voted for Biden. Georgia, deep south, turned blue. Come on, we can do this again. We can do it today. Don Trompoloni, if you're listening to this, Nobody's helping you out of this now. Nobody. So, best thing to do is accept my offer of the U-Haul for January 20th. And um, we'll shoot some footage of you as you roll back up the highway into New Jersey. It'll be like the opening of The Sopranos, you know, coming over uh, the bridge there. What is that bridge? The Gothels Bridge? That bridge that goes, I think it connects New Jersey and Staten Island. You'll probably get a lot of people on the curb cheering you on in Staten Island, but um, there's no place to hide. So get ready. The law, if we believe in it, if we truly believe in it, the law is going to come after you for what you've done. And maybe we can get Tony Soprano to come back and give us a hand. This is Rumble. This is Michael Moore. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, Basil Hamden, executive producer of this podcast, and Nick Paws. Thank you for the work you've done on it. Welcome, everyone, to this new year. Let's get busy. We've got a lot of great things to do. Be well. And skip the Ivanka and just grab the cannolis. Mm-hmm.